This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. You think Mike does hockey. We have the, uh, we have the, the play-by-play clip. Mike doesn't just do hockey. Hold on, Mike. Uh, Mike does other sports, too. Here it is. And the linesmen are going to let him go. This is old school. Nason and Halla. Nason trying to get a reach. Little Greco-Roman wrestling. Now Nason with a left. Halla misses. Now a right from Nason. Another right from Nason. He's got Halla on the ice. And Nason with three or four rights. And now the linesmen step in. Oh, boy. All right, that was that. A Hurricanes villain <laughs> in Eric Halla. He just got tuned by Steph Nason. Uh, Mike Maniscalco, the voice of the Hurricanes, is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. The Jim Lampley of the NHL. How are you, sir? Um, I'm doing very well, and I'm glad that uh, you got the Larry Merchant call in there from Trip Tracy as well. Unbelievable. Uh, Yeah, well, look, it it was that kind of a game. Uh, Jack Hughes was right after the game. He and Sebastian, it wasn't really a fight. It was more of a... Uh, uh, aggressive hugging, and that's okay. We don't want either of those two players fighting. But uh, it was a bit of a gong show yesterday, although it could have gone the other way if Natchez's first shot doesn't ring the crossbar uh, and come out. Maybe Carolina with the one nothing lead plays differently. But uh, ultimate, ultimately, your thoughts out of Game 3? Well, one, uh, I think that that was the worst defensive effort we've seen from the Hurricanes all year. Yeah, uh, and there's no doubt about it. Rod Brindamore said the exact same thing uh, after the game. You know, offensively there were a ton of chances for Carolina. They get three short-handed goals in the game, and and again still end up losing. You score four goals and get three short-handed goals, you should win. But putting all things uh, to to the side, this is going to sound really weird, Adam. That game could be a blessing in disguise for Carolina, mm-hmm. just because of how the first two games went. You know, sometimes you need to get served a reminder of, of how hard the playoffs can be. And I, I think that that's what's going to come out of that game. And we'll see what happens if there is, if any, carryover into game number four. Mike Maniscalco is joining us. Rod lamenting the fact that he had not seen what happened last night and the lack of attention to detail in the defensive zone before. And that came on the eve of the fifth anniversary of him being hired. As the head today is the fifth anniversary of the press conference where we all sat at PNC Arena in the media room uh, as Rod was introduced as the head coach, and it was the best decision that Tom Dundon and whoever else made the decision ever made. Um, and I think it's that identity that can carry them uh, into Game Four. I also think that I mean I know Vitek Vanacek made some big saves, but I thought he was gettable. Oh, yeah. I mean, go back and, and watch the game. There were, if you just look at Carolina offensively, Adam, they did almost everything they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you already referenced the nature shot that doesn't go in that hits the crossbar that would have made it one nothing. And, and does that change the tenor of the game? Maybe. But then you get two posts after that. And it, you, you had a couple of shaky moments from Vanacek. He made a stand-up save that I think was almost accidental on a shot by Marty Natchez where mm-hmm. he, he, I think, got caught in between and just, well, i got to stand up now, and hopefully the puck hits me. And that worked out for him. So, look, it, it was a good move. First off, give credit. And, and oftentimes when we do this, you know, it's, it's always you're looking at the one side. Sure. Give Lindy Ruff credit. And the reason why the Devils were 49 points better this year from last year is 
he not only did they improve the product on the ice, but he pushed the right buttons. Going eleven and seven, yeah, putting in Luke Hughes and, and putting in former Hurricane Brendan Smith to have a little bit more defensive insurance for Luke Hughes. You know where you could go offense for defense. Literally, uh, was a great move. Going to Vanacek was a good move for Lindy Ruff. So you know, the, the Devils they made their moves, but but that's it now for New Jersey. I don't know if there's anything else that they can do to try to change uh, how this series will be played. They have to continue at what they did. They'll have to hope that. And this is going to sound as a backhanded compliment. They're going to have to hope that the Hurricanes don't get back to their games that we saw in game one and two. Because it, that, I think, for me, was the biggest thing, Adam. How it was textbook Rod Brindamore <laughs> Hurricanes hockey in games one and two in in New Jersey, in in Carolina. And then in New Jersey, they left the textbook back home. <laughs> and that's the, that's the thing that I think was the... The, the what's going on here moment for the Canes and the Canes fans watching that game. Yeah, as you were uh, going through your answer, I had already written down the fact that uh, they went with 11 forwards and 7D because that also messes up your matchups because they're only rolling three lines and everything else they do with the fourth line is just mix and match and they're yep. you're double shifting a lot of your star players. Look, well, you know, to be to be technical, um, the fourth line for the Devils of Nathan Bastian, Miles Wood, and Michael McLeod has been their best line in the series. Yeah. You know, that's it. the first two games in Raleigh, they were phenomenal. But what this does is when you go 11 and 7 for, for Lindy Ruff, especially when you're at home, you can get Jack Hughes on the ice more. Mm-hmm. You get Timo Meyer on the ice more. You get Nico Heischer on the ice more. You then create more matchup problems for the guy on the other side trying to, well, I want this matchup against Jack Hughes. Well, you're going to be double shifting him, and you're going you're gonna to get a favorable matchup at some point in time for your best players when you can roll 11 and 7. All right, let's uh let's talk about Thomas Tatar versus Sebastian Ajo. Huh. Uh <laughs> um look, I don't know what what Rod Brindamore was hoping for out of, and I'm not b- making any, you know, just I'm not casting any aspersions here. Um Tatar swung his stick at the back of Ajo's head. Um and he got a $5,000 fine today. Ajo took a high stick to the face earlier in the game that was not called. Tatar did get a two-minute minor for, uh, they called it high stick. I don't even know how that's just a high stick, but um, what 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 do you make of the the animosity that we saw? I kind of liked it. Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888 0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Oh, well, I mean, remember, familiarity breeds contempt. Yep. And that's why that's why the playoffs are great. I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I think that Thomas Tatar should be suspended. That was that was reckless. That was negligent. That was intent to hurt swinging the stick. That is a textbook 5-minute major on Tatar. And I know people today are saying, oh, well, there was a cross-check before from Sebastian Ajo. That play that Ajo had where he taps yeah. Thomas Tatar happens about 75 times in a hockey game. Yep. And you never see anybody lose their mind the way that Tatar did, swinging his stick. And again, that was reckless. And this is where player safety has to step up and say, we can't tolerate this. I don't care. There's no place for this, and especially in the playoffs. If that stick 
connected beneath the helmet of Sebastian Ajo and caught him on on his neck. Sebastian Ajo is not playing tonight or tomorrow night or maybe for the rest of this series. Uh, that's that's the thing for me that I take out of this. And a five thousand dollar fine in the playoffs. Uh, if that's mm. all players have to worry about is being fined. They're, they're going to start doing incredibly stupid things on the ice. So yeah. I, I don't I don't want to get off on a rant here, but that thing truly should have been handled differently by the National Hockey League. But they're going to say that boys will be boys, I guess, on this one, and we'll just have to move on. Yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not really a high stick. That's why I said I didn't understand calling it a high stick. I mean, that's yeah. just that's like I. I really ignored what happened. Well, the stick was high, so let's just call it a high stick. Uh, look, there were penalties that could have been called both ways that weren't. Um, I mean, they could have called a slash on the fourth sure. goal that when Brady Shea lost lost his stick, they should not have called. I, mean, I realize this is going to sound one sided. I'm sorry, but uh, they should have called. They shouldn't have called interference on Jacob Slavin already down uh, in a five on three situation. And then you have to kill off another minute and a half plus of five on three with a silly no no penalty penalty Uh, but the game at that point it was just kind of they had completely lost control of the way it was played and it was sort of pond hockey at that point anyway so I thought it was entertaining I thought you get you and uh, you and Trip did a great job well thank you no but the game was highly entertaining if you didn't care who won I mean there was it it had almost everything in it and to back what you were just saying the officiating was not the reason why Carolina uh, lost game number three, and it's not the reason why the Devils won. You know, the Devils won because they were the better team. They took advantage right. of the Hurricanes' mistakes. Uh, you, you want, and especially this year, you know, Adam, how many times has everybody talked about it? The officiating comes under such severe scrutiny. Um, you know, they, they're trying to do their best. It's a fast game, but when there are egregious things that are missed, that's where, and, and the thing for Tatar, you're staring right at it. Both officials are staring right at it. I mean, that. That's a misconduct penalty, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I keep upping this to, uh, you know, suspend him for life. I think by the end of this phone call, I'm not going to go that far. But it, it was anything but just a random high stick. But, uh, again, it's, it's an entertaining game. I think that we were expecting a little bit more of this series to be played that way. Yep. And I think what was shocking for New Jersey was how they were locked up at PNC Arena. They got back to their game. They're, they're more wide open. And that, to me, is going to be the key for game four. Do the Canes? Like what they did on Long Island, impose their will, play their game, and not get caught up. You don't want to get it caught up in a track meet with this Devils team. You just don't. Um, so it, it comes back to playing structured and frustrating their top players, and uh, that's what Carolina has to do. They're going to have a practice here at Prudential Center in 35 minutes, and I can assure you a lot of the basics are going to be driven back home by Rod Brindamore and Tim Gleason and Jeff Daniels in this team here today. Yeah, it was, it was unusual to see them be so loose in their own end because yeah. so much of it happened on the defensive in the defensive zone uh, yesterday. Here, First of all, you can't waste this Jordan Martinook heater. I mean, he's now got multiple points in three consecutive games. He didn't have multiple points in two consecutive games at any point during the regular season. I can't imagine it's happened in his career where he's gone uh, for multiple points three games in a row. Uh, but he has been – put him on the power play, Mike. Oh, I mean, right now, I, I like your use of the word heater. You ride that hot hand. I mean, with what he's doing. And I, even though he didn't get a point in the Islanders series, he was right. excellent in the Islanders <laughs> yeah. series. Now now he has six points in three games against the Devils. And I think it goes to show you the kind of player he can be when he's healthy, the way he skates, the mm-hmm. havoc he can create. 
I think he's got more skill than what he is given credit for. Uh, and if the, the Canes continue the path that they're on, he's going to be the reason why Carolina wins this series, the, one of the main reasons why. And, you know, I, it's, why not? I, I think we're, we're going to see probably a few changes uh, to the Canes lineup. The only thing is he's, he's such a valuable penalty killer. I don't know if you want to, you know, do you want to burn him out in game no. four? But why not? I, I, you're, you're, you're around him. He's nothing but energy. I love <laughs> when, yeah. the pucks, when the pucks drop, he doesn't care. I don't know if he gets fatigued. We talked to him about a month or so ago, maybe a little bit more, and the first thing I asked him was, at this point in the year, how many things normally hurt and how many things hurt when you wake up this year? And he said, normally the number is seven. This year the number is two, and they're both not necessary. I didn't even I didn't delve into it any further than that. Uh, I hope we get a Rod Brindamore versus Paul Maurice Eastern Conference Finals. That would That would be ideal. Uh, mostly because it would be the Hurricanes advancing and all of that. If uh, if it's your call, who plays in gold tomorrow? If it's my call, yeah. if Auntie Ronta says that he is he is good to go and he is over his illness, I go with Auntie Ronta. Okay, because you give him you give him a chance to win on the road. I think there's less pressure. I know that sounds weird, but there's less pressure sure. on a goalie on the road in this situation when the Canes are up two to one. Whereas if you put Frederick Anderson back in, and I don't think it, last night or yesterday's game was not Freddie Anderson's fault by any mm-hmm. means. But you know, you give Freddie Anderson a rest. Remember, this was a team, Adam. I've been saying this uh, for every interview I've done in the postseason. This is a team that pretty much since the middle of January had a goalie rotation in some way, shape, or form. Sure. Uh, and you give Freddie a chance to reset mentally, and whatever happens in Game Four. You can always go back to Frederick Anderson on home ice in Game 5 if Auntie Ronta plays lights out in Game 4. You know how great he's been on the home ice in Carolina, and you can ride him in Game Number 5. So uh, I don't – it's it's a bit of a, I know, hedged answer, but I truly believe this. I don't think there's a wrong answer to the goalie situation for the Carolina Hurricanes. I agree with you that there's no wrong answer, but I would go back to Freddie if it's truly not about Freddie in Game 3. And they wrote, I mean, because that would have been, I guess, obviously, Ronta wasn't healthy enough to go. Uh, But if it was truly not about Freddie in game three, then I think you roll him out there in game four. Because Ronta has been so good on home ice that you get Ronta for game five. But again, no wrong answer. But I would start, uh, I would start Freddie and I would give Ajo boxing gloves. Also, a flak jacket on his lower back because you know the Devils are going to go at Eric Halla himself. We'll go after Sebastian Ajo's lower back. And I actually don't mind Halla. I mean, I, th- I think it adds spice. I like a little spice. Oh, I, these are the things that make playoff series interesting. I'm with you. Spicy is good. You know, I'm, a, I'm a spicy food kind of guy. So give me that. Now, don't give me a dull playoff series. No. I want there to be a little bit of animosity between the two sides. I want there to be a little bit of anger as this moves on. And, you know, it's funny because when we got here, uh, there was the uh, big UFC fight at Prudential right. Center uh, the night before. So I don't know about boxing gloves. Just leave some of those UFC gloves here and let's <laughs> see what happens. Because that was really, as you mentioned, the, the Hughes and Ajo uh, kerfuffle was really more of an a, a angry hugging match than it was a boxing <laughs> match. We'll put the boxing gloves on Stefan Nathan and, and Eric Hall, if we have to. By the way, I love Feisty Ajos. My favorite Ajo. 
Uh, angry, feisty Sebastian Ajo is my favorite. Mike Menescalco, uh, I will t- I'm sure I will talk to you very soon. I'll see you, we know now, on Thursday because there will be a game five. Uh, but uh, enjoy Newark the rest of today. I will do my best. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'll talk to you later. You got it, Adam. Mike Maniscalco, the voice of the Carolina Hurricanes. It was fun yesterday. We'll have to get, it was. Nobody has to get bent out of shape. No. You're never going to sweep the Devils anyway, so now go attack game four. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.